This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast from Bend, Oregon. But a little bit about that in just a minute. Martha, let's tell people how they can contact us on social media and on the internet. Well, if anybody has never gone to our Facebook page, I hope that they will get the opportunity to do so soon because that is one way that we really try to stay engaged with our um, listeners for people to like you to just take a look and be able to visually see what's going on with I Work For Him. Um, we'll be posting as we travel. We have a lot of travel ahead. In lots the and lots of travel. Weeks ahead. So it's. I hope that people, I know when I run into people, not physically run into them when I meet I noticed a people. couple of dents on the van the other day. <laughs> when I meet people out and about, they always dents? say, oh, I love, you know, being able to follow what you guys are doing. And it's so funny because I don't sometimes think that anybody's paying attention. So um, we got to do a better job. So actually. on Facebook, that's one way that people can really um, connect with us. And we, of course, have Instagram and we are um, also on Twitter and um our Facebook or our website has all of that information and links easily linked to any of those. I work for him.com. All right. And also we'd love to get feedback from you. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to just know that you uh, you're thinking about, I work for him all day long because we want you to call our listener line, 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675. We want to hear from you. And what you're seeing the Lord do and to hear from you and say, okay, here's how I work for him's impacted us today. But then we also want to hear from you on, hey, Jim, hey, Martha, here's a story I heard of something God doing in the kingdom. Here's somebody's story of how Jesus is impacting their lives. We think you should interview them on the air. You'd be amazed at how many of those people, when people do that, we research that stuff to see if it's a good fit. We sure do. So 866-713-WORK. Let us know. And thank you so much for listening all over the First Coast area, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Folkston, Georgia, and all over Tampa Bay from Ocala to Fort Myers, all the way over to Disney. Thanks so much for tuning in each and every day. We're so grateful. You know, today we're on location in Bend, Oregon at the international headquarters of the World Changer Network. Find them online at worldchangernetwork.com. That's worldchangernetwork.com. And for the first time ever, this show is brought to you through a kingdom collaboration between the World Changer Network and the I Work For Him radio show. We like to call the collaboration the I Work For Him World Changer Radio Network. 
Who knows? Maybe that's a precursor of something to come. James and Anna Kramer, the founders of the World Changer Network, feel led by God to introduce the world to the only one capable of bringing real change, that is, Jesus Christ. James and Anna Kramer have arranged for us to interview some amazing people who are gathered here in Bend, Oregon, for the Hub Nation Summit 2018. So all week long, we're going to be interviewing people here in Bend, Oregon, and then we're going to have a bunch of extra interviews brought to you by the World Changer Network that we'll be playing over the rest of the summer all the time. So, so excited that you're tuning in today. And today we're just going to give you a little bit of Jim and Martha perspective as we have traveled across the country from Tampa to San Francisco and into Bend, Oregon, as we are so excited to, to Martha, for the very first time, be in the state of Oregon. We have never been here before. Yeah, I keep racking my brain, and I don't think even as a kid. I mean, my, my family, we traveled all across the country by automobile, and um, I'm not sure that we ever got into the state of Oregon. So this is a whole new experience, and never together, so this is great. Been in the state of confusion, <laughs> but never in the state of Oregon. Oh, but I'm Ching. Oh, my. I have to on. do the sound effects, I guess. Yes, that's right. Martha's in charge of sound effects today. All right, so I wanted to make sure that we talked about this Hub Nation Summit. You know, you and I get involved in lots of conferences. Okay, we're getting involved in lots of conferences. You know, I think the first conference we went to for talking about faith and work was in Chicago a couple of years ago. Nope. Dallas. It was in Dallas a couple of years ago. Then Chicago last year. Then we've been in Lubbock a couple of times. We were just all over the place. But mm-hmm. the Hub Nation out in Oregon is a little bit different because it, of course, is drawing people from all over the West Coast, which is something we haven't had the opportunity to do a lot of heavy networking on the West Coast. It's kind of far from Florida, if you haven't noticed. Just in case you're wondering, took all stinking day to get from Tampa <laughs> to San Francisco and then to Bend, Oregon. But that's okay, because we're getting to see a different part of the world, a different mountain range than I've ever seen before. Very mm-hmm. excited about that. But we're here to highlight, no different than what we've done before, to highlight what the Lord is doing in workplaces across the country. And the Hub Nation is really just to bring together Christ followers from all different walks of life to just highlight what the Lord is doing. And then there's tons and tons and tons of speakers that are just speaking into people to live out their faith in everything that they do. Yeah, I don't know about tons and tons and tons, but oh, quite a few. <laughs> well, when, yes. you, when you add them up, everybody weighs between 100 and 200 oh, pounds. So there every you 10 go. people could be a ton. So I think tons and tons okay. of people. Yes. So um, that would have gotten a good badumching, you know, truly. Oh, but it Sorry. didn't. So, but we're excited. We are. And, you know, one of the things since we've never attended a Hub Nation before, we don't really know everything to expect, of course. And anytime you go to something, it's really important to go in with an open heart and a hope, open attitude and just saying, okay, Lord, I don't know who it is that you want me to meet this week, who, what speaker I'm supposed to really, I mean, we should pay attention to all of them, but who has a special message for something that you're, we're dealing with in our life. But I know that one of the things that um, they have really designed this around is really um, being looking at strategy and really saying, okay, let's not just talk about this, but let's see what it can really look like with whatever the topics are that are going to be discussed. What is God? How does he want boots on the ground? Talk to us about the people that you've, you've been working on the scheduling. We're doing, I believe 14 interviews over the next several days. Yep. 
Uh, who are those people that we're going to interview? Why don't you list them off for us? Because well, there, people are going to get introduced to them in detail as we do these individual interviews. Well, why don't we list them out who we're talking to? For sure. And we're not necessarily sharing what days we're going to be airing these shows, but nope. they can follow that on our Facebook page in order to um, pay attention to that. But some of the people, um, of course, James and Anna Kramer. From NUMA 33. And the World Changer Network. That's right. And uh, really, they're going to set it up, set up the, the stage for us and help us to really get a good grasp on Hub Nation. Um, most, do you want me to list the names? Yeah, or list okay. the names. And All right. So, um, oh boy, you're testing my... Well, no, I mean, we're like one organization, if you remember. Yeah, I don't have all that in one place. But Michael Seip, who is with C12... Um, I believe that is a it's it's the West Coast there where he is in that area. I think it's C twelve Cascades because it's the Cascades. Cascade Thank you. I knew it was a C word. I was like I couldn't think of what it was. Um, Bobby and Becky Habe, Hobby Hobby Hobby, and they are the um, leaders of Eagle Mountain, which is where we are located and where Hub Nation is taking place. So we're very excited to hear from them and how God is working in their church and in their ministry. Um, Mark and Julie Appleyard, and they have um, a business called Anothener Anothen. I haven't met them yet, so we don't know how to say it. But um, again, just looking at um, business and how God is working in in people, and and they're doing coaching. Um, Dr. Ivy Bonk, Ben Lim, Michelle Seidler, Deborah Tilden, James Autry, Os Hillman, Doug Spada, both of them have been on our show a couple of times. Garris Elkins, Dr. Bruce Cook, and John Anderson. And I will just say, you know, without going into each thing that they, all of these people are doing, is they've been brought to us because God is using each of them in amazing ways. Some on global scale, some in, you know, one city where they're making an impact. What, um, in whatever it is that they're doing. And so we get to kind of uncover those stories and share them with our listeners throughout the week and days to come. And it's all part of the I Work For Him World Changer Radio Network as we come together for this amazing event in Oregon. I really want you to check out World Changer Network online, worldchangernetwork.com, worldchangernetwork.com. We want you to get to know our incredible friends, James and Anna Kramer, and their passion for bringing Christ from sea to shining sea. And these people are what it's all about. God is putting on the hearts and minds and souls of Christ followers across this nation a passion for delivering the good news of Jesus Christ. And the World Changer Network is all about that. The World Changer, worldchangernetwork.com worldchangernetwork.com and you may be confused you're like Jim I didn't know you merged well on the on this event as we're out here in Bend Oregon we have combined forces of the World Changer Network and I Work Rim Radio to bring you I believe it's 14 interviews if I can count but I ran out of fingers so my toes are kind of <laughs> crooked so I'm not sure if I got got it yes. all counted right but we are bringing together a bunch of interviews and James and Anna Kramer from worldchangernetwork.com have helped us put all this together and it's really just a it's a kingdom collaboration and we're so excited to bring that to you but we wanted to update you before we get into more of this show today we wanted to update you on a couple of things that are going on with i work for him did you have more stuff of names no that that was it um i just think that um it'll be fun to just uncover the stories of these uh, wonderful people that james and anna have brought our way because they know 
that our listeners want to hear what God's doing in different avenues, different spheres. It's not all just in corporate America. It's not all just in small business. It's not all just in retail. Nobody has the corner on what God is allowed to do. Um, And so, so many different people um, are being used by the Lord, whether it is as ministry, formally, or um, right in their cubicle, or the employees that they have around them. All right. So, you know, I want to make sure that we bring out a couple of really cool things that God's doing with I Work For Him. And, you know, I know it's hard to think about Valentine's Day when it's the middle of summer and it's 95 degrees outside, wherever you are in Florida or the Midwest. I mean, you know, it's hot. The Southwest is 115, whatever it may be. But on February the 14th, 2019, we launch our fifth Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat. And we'd like you to come along with us. We really would. So we have had, you know, we right when we got off of the boat this year, we had several couples that said, I want to go again. I'm really looking forward to this. And we've gotten about 25% booked um, initially. And now we are just saying, hey, remember that this is something if you sign up now, you have the opportunity to pay that over months. But the wonderful part of it is just having something to look forward to. Um, I know for us, when we... Uh, we just got done celebrating our anniversary. 32 years. And having that day to say, you know, I'm looking forward to spending that day together. I know that we're going to, um, you know, pull a, unplug a little bit and spend time just focusing on each other. It gives you something to look forward to. And that's what we hope that people will kind of do by putting it on the calendar and saying, I've made a commitment to go. I'm, my spouse and I are going to come on this marriage retreat cruise that they have something to anticipate in those long winter months ahead. <laughs> well, and it's and this is not a cruise for marriages that are in absolute hanging on by the threads. Well, we wouldn't want them to wait eight months to no. to work on. There are whatever lots of they're... great organizations that we've highlighted on this show that we can connect you with if that's where your marriage yeah. is at. But if you just want to start feeding into your marriage and building up your marriage, an annual marriage retreat is a great idea, and we'd like you to consider I work for him. As one of those places where you can go, the I Work For Him Cruise Your Way to a Better Marriage Retreat in 2019 will focus on things that will give you tools to make your marriage stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, things, and we don't give away topics, but we always talk about praying together. We always talk about forgiveness. And then we always try to equip you by challenging you to deal with certain things in your marriage. So where do they go to find out more information about the, the marriage retreat? Um, the best place to go, I would say, is our website, iworkforhim.com. We have an events page, and the featured event on that page is our marriage retreat cruise because it is not going to come up on the calendar. You'd have to page through all the calendars. It does come up by the time you get to February, but um, there they can get links to our travel planner, Rick Saltarelli. He and his wife have been on the cruise with us and they do an excellent job of putting this together and they can answer everybody's questions. So that gives all the information to people go look at the boat. They can look at, you know, what room options are and um, start making their plans. Well, and the the reason we've got Rick Saltarelli with Salty Breeze Cruise Planners Mm -hmm. involved is that you can talk to him and, and the base price of the cruise includes an inside cabin, interior cabin, no windows which is what Martha and I get when we're on the marriage cruise, then we can take a nap whenever we want That's to. That's right. But you may want a balcony or you may want a porthole uh, show or a room. <laughs> and he can help you figure out the pricing and all that and, right. and get it set up for you. And this trip is a five-day trip out of Tampa Bay to Cozumel. Two days at sea. Those are the days we do the 
the marriage retreat, that day then in Cozumel is always amazing in February. The water's always in the upper 70s or the low 80s. We go to, we like to pick um, uh, excursions that are mellow and involve phenomenal food and great atmosphere and right on the water. And what's the one we went to last year? Paradise Beach. Paradise Beach, where the entrance fee was $3. Unbelievable, $3. And the food, I could just think about that Mexican platter. I know. I know. It is pretty amazing. Yeah, you're just going to reminisce for that with that for a while. You know, the, the water in Mexico is unbelievably beautiful. And there's nothing better than when you're working on your marriage and you feel like you've you know, maybe reconnected in a way you haven't connected in a while because life is crazy. Life is stressful. Life um, often, you know, Satan wants to distract people from building on their marriage. And so getting away for a few days, going to someplace like Mexico where you can just enjoy the beautiful tropics, um, there's nothing better than it. No, it's very, very cool. Really, really enjoy this trip. So we'd like you to join Martha and I February 14th through the 18th, 2019 on the fifth annual Crusader Better Marriage Retreat. Sponsored, of course, by I Work For Him. <laughs> Go out there. Get signed up today. All right. That's the end of that commercial. But we just want to make sure people know <laughs> what's going on. We do. Because a lot of people ask us, you know, what is it that you guys, you know, you're talking about marriage, you seem to have some kind of, and we don't have all the answers, but we certainly know that um, marriage takes intentionality. And so one of the things that we learned early on is that it's really hard to do that. People, it's difficult with all of the things pulling at us to make that a priority. And so we've tried to make it a little easier by saying, you know what, here's a date on the calendar. All the planning is done. All you got to do is sign up. And then you can enjoy that, be intentional with it. And um, we have had a lot of people say on an annual basis, what a great thing to do is to just set aside some time for you, you and your spouse and the Lord. And that's what we're, we're, we're pray always that the, it is a, just a foundation for something great that can happen. And we don't have all the answers as Martha said, but we do know all the things you shouldn't do. (laughs) <laughs> We've had experience there. Babe. That's right. We have. Okay. All right. Just another I work for him thing. Because this week, all the rest of the shows, really for the next week, uh, are going to be all focused on worldchangernetwork.com and the interviews they bring us. Make sure you check them out online, worldchangernetwork.com, worldchangernetwork.com, as we broadcast from the West Coast in Bend, Oregon, all mm-hmm. week long. We want you to make sure that you know that you can be a part of what I work for him is doing. Our mission is to bring the news that your workplace is your mission field to the nation. And we need your support to get there. We need 367 families to commit to 300 to excuse me, to $100 a month yep. for the next 3 years. Right. That's what we need. And maybe you're one of those families that could commit to helping us get I work for him across the nation. A hundred dollars a month. Most people spend more money at Starbucks than that every month. Maybe you've got you would like to choose us as one of your mission organizations. If you go out to iworkram.com, we give you a couple of ways to give, but you could set up recurring giving right through our National Christian Foundation Giving Fund, mm-hmm. the I Work for him Ministries Giving Fund. A hundred dollars a month. If three hundred and sixty-seven of you would commit to that. We can be nationwide with the I Work For Him message growing all across the nation. Please consider partnering with us to do that, to get this message across the nation, that your workplace 
It's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers, our employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the work that you do, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only chance. Join us in this. You know we don't ask for money every day, but this does take money to get radio across the country. IWorkForHim.com. Click on the donate page, right? Isn't that what it is? The donate tab? Consider being one of 367 families committing $100 a month for the next three years and help I Work For Him radio go nationwide. How was that for a good, was that a good commercial? That was great. All right. I love you. You're the greatest. And I love doing radio with you. Did you know that? <laughs> thanks, Word, Thanks for those words for affirmation. I just love it. It's just great. I love doing radio with Martha. Martha and I have so much fun doing this. And we're so thankful for you, our listeners, that are willing to come along and help us with this. Uh, because this is something that the Lord has laid on our hearts. And, and for those of you who have been listening for five years, you know that this is something that God has laid on our hearts. And, and we're so grateful to be able to do it together. We really are. And, you know, one of the things that God has taught us over the years is that we are to live a life of generosity. And so we um, have seen being obedient with giving and what it's done. So God is good. Stay tuned. Lots more to come from Bend, Oregon, as I work for him radio with Jim and Martha Brangenberg broadcast from Bend, Oregon. We are so excited to be here on behalf of the World Changer Network. Check them out online, worldchangernetwork.com worldchangernetwork.com James and Anna Kramer amazing people that our good friend Ross Harrop from C12 introduced you our I work for him audience to on a show he guest hosted last fall and he introduced us to say hey you guys you guys need to change the world together and that's what we're doing this week in Bend Oregon where we'll be doing interviews all week long and in fact, we're going to have way more than interviews we can play just this week, and they'll be playing throughout the summer. We're so excited to highlight ministries from across the country that are impacting the kingdom of God. And But this show is all our show, our only show for, like, it's just us this today. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to share some things from our hearts. And if you're just tuning in right now, you've, you've missed our plug on coming alongside I Work for Him to help us grow nationally. And you've also missed the plug on our marriage retreat cruise. But we wanted to dedicate this segment of the show to talking about summertime and summertime intentionality. You know, Martha, we talk all the time on I Work For Him about people being intentional with praying for their coworkers and employees by name every day, looking for ways to serve people, looking for ways to befriend people outside of the workplace, looking for ways to pray with people when you notice you're having a down day, but all along being a person of excellence in a workplace. But we don't talk about that kind of intentionality in our homes and in our neighborhoods. And today I really wanted to just talk in this segment about living out that with I work for intentionality with our families this summer. And one of the things that you and I have realized, and and the days are already gone, is that you only get 18 summers, actually. It's only 17 summers with your kids. Depends on what time of year they're born. That's right. 17 (laughs) or 18 summers with your kids. And so often, when our kids are out of school, we don't take time to realize, wow, we should just kind of shift for the summertime to make sure we take advantage of the no homework no stress summertime with our kids. I mean, it just is one of those things where we really need to take advantage of that. 
So let me just say this. One of the things when, um, you know, when our kids were probably middle school was when we, I think, started having the conversation, Jim, about wishing that at the beginning of starting a family, we had known how to be more intentional. (laughs) I think that was the conversation. You know, we just, you get to where, um, you know, where you have great intentions, but we didn't sit down and make a plan. We didn't sit down and say, you know, these are some things, what's going to happen over the next 18, 20 years? What's going to, what kinds of things do we want to make sure we accomplish with our kids? And so one of the things that's kind of been a, a, a point of conversation for us with couples when we mentor them is to encourage them to have the conversations, to not live in, a, in regret, but just to say, you know what, what do I want to do more purposefully? What do we want to do more purposefully in our family and in our marriage? And so that's really where this conversation comes from, is it's not to not to live in a time of regret. So if people, if their kids are, you know, in, going into their, their last year of high school, it's not too late to spend some time with your kids. And when you say you only have 18 years, you're talking about summers. the fact that you have those years with and summers with them in your home where they get, it's a different routine in the summer. They're on school break. They are And they're dependent on you to feed them and to clothe them and house them. And take them most of the time from point A to point B. And so um, just to step back and say, what can we do differently to impact our family, to impact the kids that we're raising as they turn into young adults? And so that's where I just wanted to say that's where this conversation, I think, comes from is we don't want people to live with regret, but to say, you know, let's look at reassess and look at how we can be more intentional. Well, and and it is, you know, the, the days are longer. So your kids could, and they don't have to get up early for school the next yeah, day. So you can enjoy huge. evenings in a way that you don't get to do during school season. And frankly, everybody's just a little bit more relaxed when it comes to summertime. Yeah. And it's also a time where you could take a vacation without worrying about homework getting done and things. I mean, missing school yeah, and missing sports. It's and, just different. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I think back to the summer of 1971. Where both of our families took, wow, huge summer vacations. Now, we didn't know each other then when we were five years old. But we, you know, I I wrote a blog about our summer vacation Mm -hmm. this past week. And it was, it was amazing. My parents apparently saved up for years and they bought a station wagon so we could travel across the country and see the sites we lived in maryland at the time and went all the way down we lived in near baltimore went all the way down to key west and back and saw i think every site there was to see in florida (laughs) Uh, and and just spent we i think it was three and a half or three or three and a half weeks on the road together that's amazing and and seeing a part of the country and what's funny is i didn't really think of it as that significant i remember disney but as martha and i moved to florida 15 years ago i started seeing all these different spots with signs alongside the road i'm like oh i've been there oh Oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. (laughs) And I realized that my parents spared no dime in order for us to have a Florida experience. Now, understand in the 70s, there weren't major freeways. And, but there also weren't 20 million people living in Florida. Yeah, can you I wish I could have pictures of like where we live today. I wish I could have pictures of what it looked like in 1971. That would be great. But I'm sure there's some in the history books. There probably somewhere. are. But what I loved was that we spent time together as a family. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it wasn't all great, but I don't remember any of the non-great times, except for the greatest part about the story, which I highlighted. I think I highlighted in my blog. Yeah, but you did. 
We had a 1971 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser station wagon with a big block 450, 455 in it, which was a Pontiac engine, as I'm told. I didn't know then. And That's when crucial. we were on the Seven Mile Bridge, the one that was blown up in by Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies, my dad decides to open up the station wagon to see. I just thought, I want to see how fast this thing can go. And we were flying down that bridge at. Who knows how fast because the speedometer was stopped out, topped out at 120. And you know, you're kind of like putting this all out there for everybody. No, you. That's right. <laughs> Mom and Sorry, dad, if you're dad. listening. Sorry. <laughs> I don't think they can go back and give you a ticket now. No. Uh, but <laughs> it was a highlight of the vacation. I remember because dad blew the air conditioner up that day in the middle of July <laughs> in the Keys, where it's muggy this time of year, by the way. But it just goes back to say memories. And, and Martha, many times during the summer, we got caught up in our work and we missed those opportunities. But then many times we would stop and we just did funny things like having a water balloon fight or we, you know, we just did picnics outside. We, we stayed up late. We, we lit off pitched fireworks. Pitched the tent in the backyard. Yeah, pitched the tent in the backyard and ran an extension cord out so we could watch movies in the tent in the backyard <laughs> uh, and have Why a fan. Not? Why not? Because you could. But just realize that those summertime memories, it just goes so fast. I mean, our kids were just two and three. And now they're in your head. In my head. That's and now what it feels like. And, yeah. and now we have three kids and they're 25, 27, and 41. I mean, it, it just, it's just crazy stuff. And I want to make sure that our iWorkRam audience knows that those are the summer times are the times for us to feed into our kids so that they know that mom and dad's faith, it's real. And it will help carry them through those winter times when they're trying to be programmed by the schools. Well, there you go. That was a great thought. But, you know, so with that, Jim, what do you think are some of the ways that people can um, try to play out that intentionality? What can they be doing um, in their families? I think one of the big things I think of is uh, summer dinners. Mm. Don't. That's because you love hamburgers and hot dogs. No, I'm talking about having. <laughs> well, okay, I do love hamburgers and hot dogs, but you like I'm... a good barbecue. Yeah, I am. Do you want me to answer that question? Or you yeah, just want to keep I'm it? sorry. <laughs> right, what I like is just making sure that you are having dinners together all summer long, so that it is something the kids. I mean, they can play outside before and after dinner. Yeah, but you know, to have dinner and maybe do it on the picnic table out back if yeah. you can. But have dinner together all summer long. You know, don't travel. If you travel for business, try to travel a lot less in the summertime. Nobody's buying anything in the summertime anyway. At least in Florida, everybody Unless checks you're out. you're selling um, something to cool people down. That's maybe. right. If you're selling air conditioners, bring your kids with you. That's it. If you travel for work, bring your family with you on some of those vacations or some of those work trips. And make them vacations. You know, I was just thinking about um, one of the principles that we talked about on the marriage cruise last year was this whole idea of having like a staff meeting every week. And what if in a family, you got together on Sunday nights and was like, you know, what is something we can intentionally do this week that is going to have fun for everybody or really minister to everybody or something like that? And that might be a way to make sure that you're you're meeting the needs of everybody in your family. And, and to not forget one of our things that we always focus on is uh, not forget our neighbors, Yeah, how we can include them in life. Yeah, and if you're going to have a barbecue, hamburgers and hot dogs and watermelon and, you know, whatever you're going to have, say, hey, neighbor, we're going to do that. I mean, 
How many of you even, how many of us, I'm be very careful. How many of us know our neighbors that live in front of us, behind us, next to us? If you're going to have a barbecue, invite your neighbors over. We have some new neighbors I don't know yet. We do have new neighbors that we don't know yet. But they're but on like two weeks. Actually, they're not even living there yet because they're still doing some remodeling. But I still, it drives me crazy. Oh, is that why they're not there all the time? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. So, but it is, it's use those outside opportunities to get to know your neighbors. Yeah. And because then your kids can make friends with their kids instead of always shuffling them off to this sport or that sport, let them meet neighbor kids. Well, ultimately one of the things we um, realize is that a lot of people don't have deep relationships any longer with the people. Um, they don't have family in the area or they don't um, know who to confide in. And if we don't reach out to our neighbors, what are they going to do in a time of crisis? Where are they going to go? But if you have created a relationship and you've given them a reason to trust you, then maybe you can be Jesus to them every day, but especially in a time of when they have a need. Well, and not to mention, if you know all your neighbors and you have good relationships with them, then when you go away on vacation, you don't have to worry about your house being empty because your neighbors are watching. On our street, nobody could ever go through the front of our house because people are always watching. Yeah. So, so let's talk about summer vacation. You know, a lot of times we take three-day weekends all during the school year. Take a week off this summer. Maybe take two weeks off. Plan your time around, but take a week off and stay at home. Just be home. The infamous staycation. Yeah. Enjoy where you live. I mean, how many of us do that? <laughs> Enjoy where you live. I mean, people in Florida, where do they go in the summertime? The mountains. People in the mountains, where do they go in the summertime? Florida. Florida. <laughs> I mean, stay where you live. It just enjoy it here in Florida. We've got the best beaches in the world, and the water Gosh, is eighty. Don't tell everybody they'll. They come already here. know. One hundred and eighty-five oh. million people visited last year, and that's not even an exaggeration. That's right. This week we're involved in a thing called the Hub Nation Summit 2018, sponsored by the World Changer Network. You can check out World Changer Network online. WorldChangerNetwork.com worldchangernetwork.com we're calling the shows we do this week part of the i work Fram world changer radio network maybe it's a vision of the future but this week we're partnering to bring the stories that god is the stories of how god is working all over our great nation from people who have gathered here in bend oregon we can't wait to share so many stories with you now this week we're going to be asking our guests and it's the interviews that we do this week aren't just this week. We're going to be playing a lot of these interviews all summer long. We're going to be asking them these questions. And so we thought in this segment, the last segment of the show today, that we would answer some of these questions for ourselves. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? I think it's a great idea. All right. So, Martha, what is the most important message the body of Christ needs to hear from you right now? Well, I think that um, one of the things that God just keeps pressing on me is that people need to know that God is at work in the workplace and um, be aware that they're not alone and that he calls each of us to walk in obedience with when he prompts us and says, there's something I want you to be doing. Somebody reach out to somebody or talk to somebody or um, share, you know, what God's doing in your life, that we are to be obedient to that, but that we're not alone in that, that, um, that God is stirring that up in the hearts of people all across our nation and around the world. How about you? 
Jim, what what is it that you think is the most important message that the body of Christ needs to hear from you right you know, now? Every time we talk with a couple, we have dinner, we had dinner with a couple last night, just the message that your work really matters to God mm. and, and that no matter what you do, you can bring glory to God and that he's given you a specific calling. He's given you a specific set of gifts, talents, and abilities. And every day that you go to work, you've got an opportunity to, to really execute those gifts in your mission field and that your work, you know, maybe you're a used car salesperson, maybe you're a ditch digger, maybe you're a lineman, maybe you're an air conditioning mechanic, which in Florida is a really good job this time of year. And hard. And very hard, very sweaty job. No matter what you do, maybe you're an executive, maybe you're somebody stuck in middle management, no matter where you are, you're not stuck there. You've been placed by God. Look at all the people around you and recognize that you are there on purpose and that God wants you to live out your faith, love those people, and and pray for them by name every day. Look for ways to serve them over and above what your job requires you to do. Befriend them outside of the workplace. Look to ways to pray with them and really become a minister to the people that you work alongside. That's what I think people need to hear. That's something that we talk about every day. Right. But every time we have a conversation, like we had a conversation last night with a couple we've known for almost 15 years. And this guy gets it. He's been hanging around us a long time. And his wife was joking, well, Jim, when he first met you, he was afraid you were going to ask him to pray up in front of a crowd, big crowd. Like, that's not what I did. But he goes, now, she says, now he's not afraid to pray in front of people. In fact, he does it all the time. And and he shared his testimony in front of all of his employees. That's something he never would have done 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's because he realizes, wow, his work really is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And together as a team, they're really glorifying the Lord. And I just, it's just fun. I want people to see that. So... Based on that, then what do you think is the most important thing that you're being called to do right now? I really believe you and I are being called to build a kingdom collaboration so that the message of I work for him can go across the nation Uh, and maybe even around the globe. But we know it's around the globe because we had new listeners just in the last couple of weeks from Ireland and Wales. So we know that God's stretching it, but I really believe that our calling is to stay very focused and to make sure that we're doing everything we can and raise the money and grab the partners we can to get on a thousand radio stations across the country so that people in, in all of the small cities and big cities across the country can hear that their work really matters mm, to God. For sure. For sure. You know, Martha, what do you, what do you see that the body of Christ needs right now? Unity. I believe it's unity that the body of Christ needs to understand. You know, we see we see people that even they don't realize it, but they're living in competition. And even um, in the kingdom. Oh, for sure in the kingdom. And that's what I we're talking about is to, you know, to the body of Christ to say, you know, we do not need to compete with each other, but we need to walk alongside each other. And the needs that you can't meet, maybe I can, or maybe we can do this together. Or maybe we can, you know, if I have somebody who needs what you're offering, that I I send them your way, you know, but much better unity. Because what does the scripture say, Jim? The scripture says that they, are, they will know who we are by the unity. And right now, you know, we, we need more of that. It's just so Is true. there something that you see um, that the body of Christ needs? 
you know, it drives me crazy when the body of Christ operates segmented and we're so much more effective, just like you just said, we're so much more effective when we're unified. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what I see needs to be done is I see Christ followers across this nation. They need to see that they're being called to do things that other people across the nation are also being called to do so that people can go, wow, God's really got a plan. He's really lifting up people all across the nation to do exactly the same things, all for the same purpose, Mm -hmm. reaching our lost world for Christ. Because each one of us who's a Christ follower, we know the answer to all the questions those people are asking, because they're all asking because they feel empty and they feel lost. We know the answer, because Jesus is the answer to that pain, that suffering, that lostness that they feel. Right. And the details in how that gets answered might be a little bit different for each each ministry, each outreach, everybody's vision. God gives them maybe a little bit different um, twist on how to walk it out. But ultimately, we all have the same goal. You know, that is so true. And I hope that I Work For Him can be part of that unifying effort. Mm-hmm. That we can be kingdom collaborators and, and helping ministries connect. And we've been given that opportunity many times. We want to we want to continue to be able to do it. We love being able to connect in the kingdom. It's so much fun. All right, Martha, if you were one of God's generals and had a large unified force of believers who were ready to move at your word, what would you do with them? <laughs> wow. That's a that's a powerful question. You want me to answer it first? Yeah, sure. Go right ahead. The, the first, if I had a unified force, and I'm thinking of a big scene from uh, the trilogy, Lord of the Rings, and the huge armies gathered in the valley to fight each other. If I had a huge army like that, the first thing I would ask them to do is get on your knees, let's pray. Because so often, huge armies get together and they're ready to fight battle. But they're not. sometimes they're not ready for battle. The way we as Christ followers need to prepare for battle is on our knees. Hmm. And I want to see Christ followers get on their knees and understand the power of prayer because it's all over the Old Testament. When the Israelites submitted to God's leadership, they didn't even have to fight the battles. The battle was already won. They sometimes had to show up. Sometimes all they had to do was watch. Sometimes they did have to use their swords. But for the most part, God was fighting for them. But in order to see that, we need to set aside ourselves and get our knees. What about you? Um... You know, it's funny because I've never really thought in terms of commanding an army or somebody, you know, like a group of people that are ready to move. But I envision that um, if people are gathered and they are ready to to take action, there's anticipation, there's excitement, there is, you know, that energy that goes with it. And so... Um, it definitely would be a situation where I would call them um, to something of obedience with what God's wanting us to do, whatever that next next thing might be. But it would be moving forward for the kingdom. When you hear the the three words "world changer network," what excites you most about that platform, especially as we get to partner with them this week mm-hmm. here in Bend, Oregon? Well, our world has a lot of need for change, for the good, um, for the kingdom, and the fact that we we know who the ultimate world changer is, and that's Jesus Christ, 
that um, and a network combines people together for a common reason. Um, that's those are just great words. How about you? And James and Anna Kramer have written have created a magazine platform as well to go along with World Changer Network. And I want you to check it out online: WorldChangerNetwork.com. Mm-hmm. WorldChangerNetwork.com. That's right. So that is a beautiful magazine with amazing heart stories Mm. from a lot of the people that we're interviewing this week for now and for the future. So don't miss a show this week from Bend, Oregon. All the way to next Monday's show. No, next Tuesday's show. That's right. Oh, my goodness. We have so much great stuff coming on. Don't miss a show. WorldChangerNetwork.com. WorldChangerNetwork.com. Don't miss these shows from Bend, Oregon. We're so excited to share them with you. You're listening to I Work Frame with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.